Hey friends, it's Lacey and Drew here today. We are gonna talk about detoxing your cleaning products. So we're gonna clean up our cleaners. Can't wait to share. Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast where we believe that life is a schoolhouse. Totally. We're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling, homesteading, natural healthcare, plant medicines, natural childbirth, healthy eating, meditation, creative endeavors, overall self-sufficiency for the whole family. Oh, and don't forget self-development and spirituality. Oh, of course. Key players. We hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't, try things that could make your life better, and mostly we want to encourage you to never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too. Well, hello there. Today we are talking about detoxifying your cleaning products and making stuff that's real simple and easy and is going to improve your home environment. Yeah, I have to admit, like uh, growing up in a house full of regular cleaners, this was one that was hard to get used to at first, but mm. over time it's pretty easy. And I mean, I generally make the laundry soap most of the time and it's super simple. And, you know, we have the recipe on the bottle now and that's interesting. Um, that's I love that you usually make it. You didn't see my face, but I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like first of all, it's not a big deal. Second of all, I guess that was my point. Is it's not a big deal. It's super easy to make. Oh yeah, super easy to make, and we probably about 50 percent of the time make it. Anyway, whatever doesn't matter. The point is, it can be so easy, and it's so affordable. I think we started first with non toxic cleaners that you can buy at the store. Which can I tell you how outrageously those things are priced? I didn't realize it. At first, I was just really happy to be able to find something that didn't have chemicals in it, particularly when we started, when we had our first baby. And then slowly, I started losing faith and heart in those products. Um, I remember when I realized that Mrs. Myers was not actually a toxin-free product, I was a little heartbroken. But their labels and marketing is so nice. Spot on. Yeah, they're really attractive. I think that Dreft was the baby brand that we used to buy for laundry because it has a baby on it. And it, it seemed like, well, if it has a baby on it, then it's going to be like the safe thing for my baby but it's not there's a lot of like lying in the market of laundry products and of cleaning products and and I mean I think the general rule is like yeah the FDA is looking at it but they're kind of like isolating each product out like yeah if you clean with this you'll be fine but what they're not realizing is that people have these cabinets full of cleaning products and when you it's cleaning day you use all of them so you're spraying Lysol and bleach and pine sol and you know like all of the things and you made your house this toxic soup of breathing. <laughs> well, I remember when you got pregnant for the first time, the first baby, and like you were- Which was a long time ago. Well, yeah, just the other day. <laughs> and you told me that from then on, you couldn't empty the litter box because mm, you couldn't- Ammonia. Couldn't, couldn't smell the ammonia. Mm -hmm. And I remember kind of having that like realization of like, that's kind of weird. Like, it's just a cat, but like you could- still use all these like crazy toxic cleaners. Like, mm. I don't think we really were even at that point, but it, at the same time, it was kind of like, it was weird that like people have drawn the line on a litter box, which makes sense to me because litter boxes are gross. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to cleaners, you know, you still got pregnant ladies yeah. spraying that other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I wouldn't have put that together, but it, it's true. And ammonia is a cleaning product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, I mean, really thinking about what you're breathing in is important because I think that one time, a lot of times we don't realize that when we're smelling things, when we're breathing things in, that is quickly and easily becoming a part of our bodies and, not, and stressing our immune system, impacting our hormone release, all kinds of different things. And so we want to 
steer clear of those things. So if you haven't cleaned up your cleaning products and you're like, I don't even know where to start or I don't think my cleaning products are bad, it's totally fine. You know, you can keep cleaning with whatever <laughs> you want to clean with. But I will say that if you're looking for solutions that are going to make you overall healthier, then you're going to have to look at your cleaning products eventually. And I will say that there's, this is just, this is new and it wasn't in existence when I started cleaning out my cleaning products, but I found this incredible resources of uh, something that moms put together, of course, and they wanted people to be able to look at the, the products that they have, look at the ingredients they have, and they kind of go through point by point on a lot of the most popular cleaning products. And you can read what the ingredients are, what impact they have on your health. And maybe you can even line up like, oh, I'm having this health issue and this cleaner is in my house and I use it frequently. And, you know, it might be time to analyze and evaluate. But it's the name of the report is called Beyond the Label. And you can find it at womensvoices.org. It's really, really extensive. They've even made it kind of attractive looking and easy to read. It's not like scientific data necessarily in how it reads, but I, I think this is just an incredible and an invaluable resource for moms in particular, who are generally the ones making the decisions about what cleaning products are being used in the home. Okay, so we recently talked about the ecosystem in the garden, and I think it's interesting to translate that into the home. You know, I mean, we, we wanna live in our home. We're like the worms of our home. <laughs> And we want it to be inviting. We want it to be a place where we're thriving, where we're healthful and, and well, right? And, and I think evaluating what we're cleaning our homes with is really important. Now, a worm would never clean its house with something that would endanger its life. Right. But we are doing that. Yeah. And I know I remember learning from someone that bleach is actually the number one reason people call poison control because children get a hold of bleach and drink it. And it's actually, I think, the number one killer of children in the home when it comes to household products. And I don't remember the stats on that exactly, but something, you know, to really keep in mind, because I think people rely on bleach for a lot of different things. Smells, yeah. stains. Bleach always makes me think of our friends in Israel. And there, there it's called economica is the name of it, which <laughs> just means economical. Yeah. And it's like, they clean everything with it too. We're always like, you can't like, you, sh you don't have to, like there's you so many other to. options. But Well, and people think that that smell, that bleach smell, if you're bleaching something, you're cleaning it. But the truth is actually when you're bleaching something, you're bleaching it. So when the stain is gone, like mold, right, instance. you're, you're wiping out the color of the mold, but the mold may still be there <laughs> yeah, and can come back stronger. So just something to kind of keep in mind that bleach is not always the best solution. And you may want to have some on hand for the occasional like stain or whatever, but the truth is that that is, that's bleaching. bleaching. I mean, I always thought like when you're cleaning, if it's not burning, it's not cleaning, right? right? Like your eyes, your throat, it's got, you've got to be suffering. That way, you know, it's really getting the germs too. Yeah. And you also know that you're triggering things like asthma and, and all kinds of, so what happens? I mean, it's kind of the same idea as if you like take an antibiotic, right? You take an antibiotic and you kill everything, right? And sometimes that may be necessary, but you're killing the good and you're killing the bad. And what happens is the bad comes back even stronger generally because our diets and the way that we live in our homes is not conducive to a good balance. Like the probiotic experience in our gut is pretty similar to the probiotic experience in our homes. We're so busy cleaning, we're erasing some of the really valuable diversity that actually makes us healthier. Man, that, that really has me wondering, like if you took a swab of our floor, is there like beneficial bacteria on our floor? And that's like, could be gross, but it could be like, so when we clean, we only use like natural cleaning products. So is there like a 
microbiome in our home. In our home, I bet there is. Yeah, makes me wonder. Like, so one of our, our house rules that most people in our lives follow is, you know, no shoes in our house because we don't want all the outside nastiness coming in. A lot of that is. I mean, we live on a farm. We live on a farm. There's poop everywhere. And, yeah, we don't want poop in the house, which, in reality, might. Be a, a healthy thing, but yeah, just something, something to think that, about. It's got me wondering now. Another thing that I always kind of bring up to people because Cascade dishwasher soap, it, I will say that the dishwasher soap, natural dishwasher soap, leaves a little something to be desired. But I think you know when you <laughs> you have this mechanism that cleans all your dishes, it's a major convenience and an energy suck and a water suck and all of these things. And, you know, it's a great modern convenience, but it comes with, you know, kind of some, a mixed bag of good and bad. And one of the bad things is that to use it the most efficient, efficiently, you need the chemical cleaners, but it actually is one of the most detrimental when it comes to the health of the home. Because what you do, you get this cleaner, you put it in the dishwasher, you heat it up, and then you kind of diffuse it out that vent and it goes out into the whole house and you have diffused chemicals into your entire home. So it's actually one of the most in, in terms of contributing to the toxic environment that your home may have going on. The next one is dryer sheets, right? Mm, dryer sheets. Dryer sheets are a bad one, which that's a simple solution to fix. Oh yeah, easy. You guys know we have sheep and we just use dryer balls and uh, it's just a wool ball that's felted together and then you put a wonderful smelling essential oil on it instead mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you don't need the dryer balls. And it the, also you dries your, dry, your clothes yeah. faster. So we actually only ever really need to dry on the like low dry cycle because the, that. The crazy thing with dryer sheets is like, they're even like estrogen disruptors. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the health, negative health effects of Impact, dryer yeah. sheets. Yeah, that's what it is, impacts is really bad. That's like one of the big ones in my mind. I'm always like, that's one of the ones you need to cut out first. Any fragrance. Yeah. So if Glade, <laughs> Johnson & Johnson, I mean, these are companies that I learned as a young mother not to trust because while they really market to families, the products they put out are not clear in how they impact your health. And so I would definitely encourage you to reconsider those products that you might be using that are fragrancing your home. And there's lots of ways to, well, they, they know that women, women in particular, but I think families like to have good smells going on. And so they've done that, but they've done that in the chemical way that really does, it's just det detrimental. And truth be told, I mean, these are the same companies that make medicines too. So what's the benefit of keeping us all healthy and well, if they can come into our, infiltrate our homes and make us sick from the inside out, then, well, that's a good business model. All right. So, sorry, sorry, soapbox. You're going to have to... I'm on um, a soapbox. And yeah, this, right? That's uh -huh. the irony. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, now you got to give us some hope because okay, I'm about okay, to slip okay, my okay. wrist over here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so look, we can take back control of cleaning our homes and it can cost us way less, be way easier, and you only need like a very short list of specific ingredients. Of course, oils is number one. If you ask me, oils is the number one ingredient that you should have in your home. All of them, all of the oils. <laughs> I can't imagine cleaning my home without oils. Or, I mean, even Drew today, he's like, something's weird about the smell in the house. And I know that it's getting warmer outside. And we have, you know, produce now sitting out and, and things kind of rotting faster. And, <laughs> you know, that just happens. That, that's a beautiful picture of our house. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he said, oh, also it's raining and it suddenly got very humid. And I, that I has think an that's impact what it was, too. Yeah. 
And so he turned on the diffuser first thing. He walked in. He's like, I'm just going to pop some oils in this diffuser. I gave the diffuser dice a roll and <laughs> picked out a blend. Picked out a blend. What did you put in there? I, can't I have no idea. No idea. Whatever, okay. it, whatever it said to put in. But anything as simple as like grapefruit you, grapefruit, you put some grapefruit essential oil in and you have literally, you're just using plants to make your home better, right? And that is so much better. You're like really bringing nature inside. So oils is the first ingredient that I always recommend people have. The second would be baking soda. Baking soda is probably the number one cleaning tool that we have in our home. It scrubs, it deodorizes, it polishes, it, yeah, I mean, it just does everything. So we use it a lot for a deodorizer. We'll sprinkle it with some essential oils on carpets and on upholstery and on beds and let that sit in and then vacuum it up. And it's an incredible way to refresh everything. Cleans the sink. We shake it into the trash can if it gets stinky. It's just an incredible tool. I use it to wash my face. Um, yeah, list goes on and on. Uh, next up would be vinegar. white white vinegar. Oh, distilled white it. vinegar. Yep. And in combo with baking soda, it can be a really power, powerful tool. To volcano. Clean, right. Volcano. And then also, I mean, it's just good on its own. It cleans surfaces. It polishes windows. It's just incredible. It doesn't have the best smell, but the smell goes away very rapidly and it doesn't kill brain cells. So. And we use it like in our mops to mm-hmm. uh, mixed with water. Yeah. It cuts through grease. Yeah. It's a really great tool. The other things that I would add on there, washing soda and borax are two key components we use in our laundry soap, and they can be used for a number of other things when it comes to cleaning the home. Castile, unscented Castile soap, Dr. Bronner's is what I usually buy, but there are other options, is another really simple ingredient to have on hand that you can dilute and you can add oils and you can use for hand soap and you, we use it. It is in our laundry, liquid laundry soap recipe. And yeah, I mean, there's just so many like ways that you can use Castile soup. You can use it on your babies in the shower. <laughs> you know, it's, it's great. It's wonderful. So those are really the top ingredients, I think. Yeah. I don't know. How and many then you have them, a, like a webinar you did on recently. how to use all that, yeah, right? I sure yeah. did. Yeah. With recipes and everything and demos and you can kind of learn in a visual way how to make all your own cleaners. And I think you'll enjoy it. So uh, we'll put that in the show notes. So you guys have a link straight to it. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, I hope that you have enjoyed learning about cleaning your cleaners and feel maybe a little compelled to do some upgrades for your home and you'll save money in the long run too. So it's a, it's a win-win. Win-win. All right. Thank you, everybody. And if uh, this was helpful, leave us a review. Let us know what questions you got. Tag somebody on uh, your favorite social media and let them know uh, some, some of the tips that we gave you on here. Thanks for joining us. Hey, friends. So just wanted to let you know about some of the things we have going on at the schoolhouse and online. Uh, Wednesday, May 12th, we have New Moon Tea. That's a special time that Lacey has with other ladies to celebrate the new moon, have a special tea blend, and uh, have kind of a more in-depth discussion. Um, We have an oils webinar online coming up Thursday, May 13th. um, That's going to be on pain and inflammation and how to use essential oils to manage that. Then on uh, May 24th, we're going to be going live in the Schoolhouse Life Group just talking about gardening, what you should be doing now, some of the things that we've got going on, and you know, kind of just get some of your questions answered for the month of May. And then Sunday, May 30th, we have Farmer Mastermind, which is at the schoolhouse. That's a group of farmers. We just get together, small-scale farmers, and talk about what we've got going on, some of the challenges, help each other brainstorm, 
that kind of thing. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, we'd love to have you. Um, our website is more up to date now, so you can go to the schoolhouselife.com backslash calendar and see all of the events that we've got going on. You can register for them, buy tickets for them, uh, that kind of thing. So we'd love to have you join us on any of that that you're interested in. And uh, please pass the word on. Thanks for listening to this episode.